Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Bet Rivers. The latest lines in sports are available at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Check out the most trusted name in online sports betting. That's Bet Rivers. You must be 21. President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler. Welcome in. Hope you're having a great day. Your day, not as good as Tom Brady's day. That's right. Tom Brady joining Fox Sports, and he's going to be broadcasting whenever he's done playing. Which, that leads to a lot of different stuff. We'll get to last night's Celtics comeback to even their series with the Bucks at two games apiece. We'll get to the Warriors taking a commanding three games to one series lead, despite the fact, I think by all accounts, they didn't play great, but they found a way. Monty Williams named Coach of the Year. He has a suggestion for separating the family of NBA players from the rest of the fans. Also... Uh, Rich Ornberger will join us. He played with Tom Brady, give us his sense of how good Brady will be in the booth. And we'll get Eddie House to talk about some NBA stuff. we got some uh, Dan Patrick for you, some Brady Quinn for you. we got a bunch of things for you. Um, I think of the Tom Brady thing maybe a little bit different than all of you. When you hear Tom Brady is going to be the lead broadcast for Fox, and you hear he's going to make, what is it, $345 million over 10 years? Your jaw drops to the floor, and you wonder, 
100% good. There's a lot to this. I mean, I, I, I do think that the more people talk, write, tweet, the more they don't truly understand the business. Right? Like, wow, why would you pay that much money for them? Why wouldn't you pay for Buck and Aikman? Because that's more money than the two make combined. And, and the answer is, this is a corporate America move. We think it has to do with us. It does not. The Super Bowl, which Fox has two of the next three Super Bowls, the Super Bowl, hey, in order to command top dollar, you can't be wishy-washy about who's going to be broadcasting the games. You can't be, well, you know, and this is no disrespect to Greg Olson, who I think is a great broadcaster. He was a hell of a football player. But Tom Brady walks into a room, and Greg Olson walks into a room. I mean, it's just the reality of it, right? The guy's got more Super Bowls than anybody else. And with the talk, there's just not that many guys out there. And if you ask why so much money, you are worth what somebody's willing to pay. And for Tom Brady, who you would think has all the money he needs, the fact is that you're not just paying him to broadcast. You're not just paying for his name. You're paying for him to leave his family 17 weekends out of the year in the regular season And then, of course, you have the four weekends out of the year in the postseason. Plus, you're selling all of that that incredible advertising dollar, all those advertising dollars based on the fact that we got Tom Brady. You know, they got Troy Aikman and Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. We got Tom Brady. They got Tony Romo. We got Tom Brady. But what's even more impressive if you actually stop and think about it, is that Tom Brady is incredibly popular. Tom Brady has made himself into a beloved father figure, family man. Um, He continues to sell his own brand of clothing. He has the Tom Brady formula for eating and diet success, the TB12 method. Has... Anybody gone back and thought, you know, this wasn't always the case for Tom Brady, right? I mean, think about it. You had Deflategate. Deflategate wasn't 10 years ago. On May 16, 2015, the NFL published a 243-page report reporting deflated footballs used in the AFC Championship game. Tom Brady had the Deflategate suspension which was handed down on February 29, 2016. He appealed. It went back and forth. And, of course, to start the 2016 season, he was suspended the first four games. At that point in time, even after they won yet another Super Bowl, Tom Brady was not beloved. He was hated. Remember, Tom Brady had a MAGA hat, which at the time set a lot of people off. Tom Brady was seen as a cheater for Deflategate, for destroying his phone. I can explain away the fact that if I'm Tom Brady and I have those kind of friends and I have messages from whoever on my on my cell phone, the last thing I want to do is some NFL investigator seeing my messages, any of my messages, even football messages. That's not your business. I could I could defend it away. The fact is that how the public perceived it was. This is a guy who, like the rest of the Patriots, will cut corners. Like the rest of the Patriots, will spy gate, deflate gate. Who knows what other gate that we haven't walked into. Tom Brady thinks he's better than everybody else, like so many Bostonians think. They're smarter than everybody else just because there's so many colleges and universities right there in, in downtown Boston. Right? I mean, it wasn't that long ago. What led to Deflategate? What led to the investigation? They beat the Baltimore Ravens. They used some t- some tackle-eligible plays that screwed up the Baltimore Ravens. And when the media asked him about him asked about John Harbaugh being upset, he's like, "They should read the rule book. The ultimate arrogant statement from the ultimate arrogant successful team, the Patriots. People didn't like Tom Brady four or five years ago, but then he leaves New England." 
He goes to Tampa, and because it's a uh, off to uh, either injured or just disappointing franchise for so many years, it's not like he went to a favorite. It's not like he was KD joining the Warriors. This would be KD joining the Sacramento Kings. And then leading them to a Super Bowl. And after coming back for another year, deciding, you know what? I got one more year in me, at least. Tom Brady's become a lovable dude. He has multiple reality shows and shows about his life and what it's like to be him as a star. Suddenly now he's posting things like, you know, the tuck rule might have been a fumble. He's playing in golf. He's playing in golf matches on TV. Uh, we, we, I almost feel robbed of the first 15 years of, of Tom Brady because he was in New England. But Tom Brady wasn't this dude. You want to talk about image rehab? You want to talk about public perception doing a 180? I give you Thomas, at, uh, uh, Thomas Patrick Edward Brady II. That guy was hated 10 years ago. And now he's beloved and he's going to be the highest paid broadcaster. And my guess is that if they lose this year before the Super Bowl, you'll hear Tom Brady on the call of said Super Bowl. Jay Stu, what do you think? I know you're not a big Brady guy. What what do you think of, of that way of looking at it? Yeah, I, I think that everything you said makes sense. It's a, it's a good angle to take on this. Um, I, I just resent that we are talking about it now since there's zero end date um, for his retirement, as he tweeted out today, unfinished business. Um, and there's no guarantee he's going to be any good at it. You know, we've seen Drew Brees and we've seen, I don't know, Joe Montana and just because you're super good at something doesn't mean you're going to be good at talking about it. I think he's become likable, but that's not good enough to get my interest. If you're going to move the needle with me, you need to be able to kind of crack on your on your fellow teammates. You need to be able to be critical, uh, be the uh, anti-Tony Romo, who's just kind of a spaz in the booth. Um, but anyways, yeah, those are kind of my first thoughts anyway. A spaz in the booth? Yeah, Romo's gotten ridiculous. Um, I, I think that there's a lot to Romo. I mean, if I was going to be hypercritical of Tony Romo, the broadcaster, I mean, he was so good early on, such a breath of fresh air. It did feel like he had the uh, he had the answers. It was, it was like a guy who had the answers to the questions, and then pretending like he he you know he knew he'd he'd studied harder than everybody else. I think they're going to throw the tight end here, right? And that that since has disappeared. Uh, but but Tony does have an every guy, uh, every guy as quarterback sort of feel to him. But I'm with you. And and look, we don't know if he's going to be any good. Most times, the best broadcasters are not the best players. Magic Johnson's been bad. He's been hired several times over. He's not good. You know, he's just not. Uh, Michael Jordan's obviously never done it. Uh, Peyton Manning d- does it, but he does it within his own. Um, uh, his within his own kind of production company and way of way of doing it, uh, but I I just think it's interesting that like Alex Rodriguez sort of like look Alex Rodriguez did far worse things than Tom Brady, and maybe Alex Rodriguez rode Jenny Lopez you know Jennifer Lopez to uh, rode her coattails I might want to rephrase that one. You guys, we can we can rephrase. <laughs> we'll clean that up and we'll edit. we'll clean that one up in the post show edit. Um, rode those coattails to popularity, right? But this is Tom Brady kind of doing it on his own. And, and look, everything's about timing, right? ESPN needed a home run because Monday Night Football was such a mess, and they're getting a Super Bowl, so they quote unquote overspent, and then Fox came in and said. And this this is a this is a it this isn't a Fox Sports sort of deal. This is from a very high somebody with the last name Murdoch made made that deal. Yes, Dan Byer. I think it was me that had the question. Maybe Dan oh, has a question too. No, I'm to John Ramos. Yeah. <laughs> My question is something the senator that, from uh, <laughs> senator from uh, New Mexico. Yeah, um, the, the senator from South Pasadena. <laughs> um, My question is for you because you said something in your initial dia- uh, monologue about. 
the reason why they're paying him this money is because he has to go away for like 17 weeks plus playoffs. <clears throat> Wasn't the problem with him playing football that exact reason? I mean, yes, because he had I to mean, leave. A, oh, he can There is a little. It's quite I interesting, know, isn't it? I don't know. You know, I, got, I haven't been at home in so long, and I don't know. He's a football junkie. Can't get away from it. Can't. It's like the mafia, man. It's football junkie. You think you're out, but they grab you and they, they pull you back in. Pulling you back in. <laughs> and I'm and I'm sure it sold to him as a look, dude. You're gonna be home right. Sunday night in your own bed. Yep. You're not gonna be hit by people. No one's gonna knock your head off. Well, not, not that they that, do anyway. You'll, you'll have you have Monday. You have the you know you have from the second weekend in February until September first. Okay, so you got February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, uh, August. So you got seven. You got seven months to do nothing, and then you got to work. You probably got to be there Friday. So you actually probably have four days a week. Then you fly in on a Friday. You go to practice. You do all that stuff. You work on a Sunday, and you're done. You're out. You don't work Sunday nights ever. They don't have Thursday nights ever. So I, you know. I I I'm sure that's the way it's it's sold to him. Whereas you're you're still you're going to want to work and and this is it. I I look at it like this: like the first five years of this deal is for Fox to have Tom Brady fresh out of retirement to be their guy. But you'd have to think that after five or six years of Tom Brady not being in the game and the newness of it, um, even though he is the goat, that that would wear off a bit. And the final five years of this deal are for Brady, who has his, what, production company, is currently filming a movie with the old ladies, as we talked about, that that's the real transition for Brady of, all right, now I'm tied in for, I'll do this for this part, but then after, you know, maybe after the 10 years or after whatever, he can then really have his role with media, with the Fox Corporation, and that sort of thing. Hmm. Hmm. So I'm I don't I'm not sure how it why, why does it change after five years? Well, I just I, I I just look at it like after five years, like Tony Romo's been doing it what how many years now four or five? Mm-hmm. And your to your point is like we're kind of like all right that's Romo you know but so the newness this splash is so good for Fox for this newness when he retires when he the first couple of years it's Tom Brady, but you would have to think that in year nine and year ten of him being in the booth it's not the same as it was in year one or year two. So in just of looking at the contract, like the first five years is probably beneficial for Fox because they've got the biggest name that you could land. And then Brady, probably in the second half of the year, is like, all right, as I transition, because I don't think he's going to be a guy who's in the booth for 30 years. But I think it's beneficial for his production company, for him to be in the movie industry, for him to be in the TV industry, to have this relationship with Fox and then move on to that point. Hmm. Okay. I I don't think it's it's any – the Fox – Relationship, I would say it's. Is it a great promotion? Why tool did for Lachlan everything else? Murdoch I, announce it? You know, like this uh, wasn't even an Eric Shanks sort of deal because this Eric was, Shanks had know. nothing to do with it. This is the Murdochs going like, "Hey, yeah," and that's this, this was, and it was on a it was on an earnings what, call. This, yeah. this is a this, this is a Madison Avenue deal. Yeah, hey, this is we got our guy. We we got we went and and look, the Murdochs can they sold off the rest of Fox, you know, so they're just sitting on cash. So you only use it for top top end events. Right? We talk about the Belmont Stakes, right? What they have starting next year. You know they're they're going to spend a ton of money on the Big Ten. He's I wouldn't I don't think he'll broadcast the Big Ten game, but it wouldn't stun me if he did if if he did a Michigan game. You know, like if you got Tom Brady, you put him on Mich- you put him on Michigan Ohio State, or at least you have him make an appearance on it. I right? I'm sure that's part of it. He'll do Fo- you know he'll do Fox appearance as well. So that part you're right. But I, I don't think the – I could be wrong. Um, do, well, or you disagree with me. That's it. Uh, no, right? I'm yeah, just I – mean, I, I could be wrong in terms of the – And I could be right. Will he have the I, – I, but you're you're acting like he won't have the same <laughs> cachet in year six? I'm just saying the splash is like huge. Like we are talking about this. But after a while, like as he re- is further removed from the game, he's still going to be the GOAT. Yeah. Just like we thought Joe Montana was the GOAT for so long or – but it's not the same as him just coming out of retirement. And I'm not saying he's not going to be worth anything to Fox, but I think in Brady's case, it's like, all right, you know, once I maybe stop calling games, now I've got this relationship and all these other tentacles and other areas of the company and in the media that you could go on and, you know, do that. 
Yeah. No, I'm. <clears throat> I, I I think so. Uh, I, I'm like. I think. I'll be honest with you, Dan. I think that's part of the plan initially. I don't think there's any waiting there. Sure. I think like this guy is a. He has his clothing brand. He has his TB12. I think. Uh, and do I think that slowly expands? Yeah. I, but I I think that's what this is. I think this is partnering with his brand. That's how he views it. And I think that part would be immediately. The question becomes, it's like, here's where it's got great foresight. Okay? Who's the only other guy who can retire in the next five to 10 years with any sort of similar cachet? Aaron Rodgers. Here, what's the difference? That to this point, and I think Aaron Rodgers, one of the things he's tried to do since the season ended, and frankly has tried to do even during last season, is try to beat, try to do the Tom Brady and be more likable. It's just hard. That's just not like Aaron's. He's too. His brand is very different. His brand is organic and uh, counterculture. And I'm an honest salesman. And right, like that's so. Mm-hmm. I, I guess part of the part of the lure to him is like Man, Peyton Manning, who was. I still think that if they were both available on the market and both want to do it, I actually think Peyton Manning would be would get more money and would be more sought after. Just Peyton doesn't want to do it every week. He just doesn't. He doesn't want to do a traditional broadcast to this point. If, now, if he said like I want to do it, you know, for example, CBS, they. would bring him on instead of Romo in a second. He's Peyton Manning, he's the best, right? So I think I, I think that part of his value is that Fox was left with, I mean, maybe overpaid a steel Drew Brees over who hasn't shown himself to be particularly good, you know, or who else? You know, there's no, there's no coach out there that appears to have, like, Arians is was kind of a disaster when he's done when when he's done TV stuff. Belichick will never be good on TV, right? So who who is there that's won Super Bowls that has the cash cachet that can talk the talk? And when you got ten Super Bowls, ten Super Bowl appearances, and seven Super Bowl wins, and yeah, I but I I actually agree with you in terms of the brand building. I just don't think that it's something that he'll wait on. I think that's all part of like this is all part of a plan yeah. for him. Yeah, all I agree. part of a plan for. Him. Yeah, and I, I I I agree with that. I just was looking at the deal, like breaking it down where it really benefits. You know, who in the short term, and then who it's really going to benefit in the long term because he'll have those relationships that he has built throughout those you know ten years. Think about if you're Terry Bradshaw for a second, where just forever Terry Bradshaw. Bradshaw was like end of the day like Terry Bradshaw's got four Super Bowls like nobody's nobody's ever going on TV and they tried Montana he was bad on TV right nobody's going on TV that has any more championships than he's like Tom Brady shows up with seven you're like oh okay but I mean those guys have been able to capitalize this post career and just ride it and have really good lives and I actually think I actually think Bradshaw is a great like uh, he has the reality show. He's had TV shows. He's done stand-up comedy. He's done charitable work. Like it's actually kind of fascinating on on uh, on on his post-career career. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season, and guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. He's won an NBA championship, played in the league for years, covers the league now. He's And his, dad, his brother's his brother's son's a stud in college basketball. He's Eddie House. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um before we get to last night's games, um, the, the, the Chris Paul story, like, I, I don't – the stuff in the stands we can talk about. But it, it is interesting that Chris Paul, a guy who has sold calls for years and kind of been the master of working the officials, I do feel like he got the short end of it uh, on Sunday against the Mavericks. What were your thoughts in watching that game? Yeah, it was tough for him. Um, it, it looked like he could never get into a rhythm. He was constantly in foul trouble, you know, from the start of the, of the game. And I think that that's one of the uh, ways. And, and not only uh, we know him getting in foul trouble, I think the way that Dallas attacked him and put him in situations to where he could pick up fouls. You know, they put him in some bad some bad situations with him guarding Luka. And, you know, help happened to come, and help doesn't come soon enough. And he's, you know, trying to swipe at the ball, end up picking up a foul here and there. But – so a combination of the, that, uh, the, the refs, and just the game plan that Dallas had on attacking him, understanding that Chris Paul is the is the cog that makes everything work for the Suns. Um, we've seen him out, and they were able to uh, earlier in the season, but that's regular season games. Um, they were able to sustain some victories. I think they went eleven and two at that time, or something like that. And um, but in the playoffs, it's different. You know, when everybody locks in and everybody knows exactly what somebody's going to do 
uh, you need your, your superstars. You need your stars and definitely need the maestro. And, and he just hasn't had an opportunity the last two games. Like he hasn't been able to be that maestro for the Suns and get them into the rhythm. And I think they also took a little page out of, uh, of the Pelicans book. You see how they kind of frustrate the Pelicans kind of frustrate him, pick him up 94 feet working. He's a little older, a little longer than two. Yeah. He's 37 has been looking great, but wear down on him, keep wearing him. And I think, you know, uh, a combination of game plan and some, some of those calls were bad. I think that call with Rick Brunson, when he got in front of him, he has the right to go there and stop. Rick Brunson has to slow down. I don't care what anybody says. That's, that should be a foul on Brunson. As much as he was trying to hold up, he did initiate contact, and you, you, he, Chris Paul has the right to be right there. Uh, so I think that was kind of a raw deal on, on that call. But all in all, he got to find a way to, to, to be more effective in, in this series, way more effective than like the first two games and, and not like the last two. What, what's your estimation of how the Celtics came back and pulled off that upset? I, I, mean, I expect the Celtics to win that, and, and it's not because I'm – uh, you know, I, I played with the Celtics, but uh, just watching them play all season long and uh, covering them as well, um, I, I, I just see something with this team is they have guys that can all make plays off the dribble, right? They all can make open shots. Then they have two guys that could be closers at any time. Jalen Brown, he averaged eight points in the fourth quarter in that first series. Uh, Tatum hasn't played particularly well, but then you got an OG like Al Horford who steps up the last two games, and actually I thought – that that game three, his performance was wasted because they lost. He had 22 points and 16 rebounds, and I wasn't expecting for him to have a, a, a bounce-back game of being able to put up points like that. But with the way that you look at how Milwaukee covers the pick and roll, Brooke Lopez is in a drop, and if I'm the Celtics, one thing that I have seen this whole series is Brooke Lopez is so far in the paint that I'm running, I'm searching for whoever his man, whoever he's guarding, we're running a pick and roll. We always could get to the pick and pop because he's so far off on the, on the pick and roll. And if you get a good piece of my man, as I'm coming off, I should be able to get a free throw line, open jump shot, or as I start knocking that shot down, he's going to creep out a little bit more, and that's when you could attack him and, and get to the rim and possibly put him in foul trouble. And now they don't have uh, that rim protection with him and Giannis. Uh, so I expect the Celtics to, to win this. Uh, even the, the ugly game that they had, um, game one, how they shot the ball poorly, they still was in the game. You know, they turned the ball over. They still were in the game. Game three, they still were in the game. If, if they take care of the basketball, and get good looks. And you don't, you're not going to make every shot, but get good quality looks. That could usually lead to offensive rebounds because the positioning and everybody's in the right position. I think the Bucks have a tough time guarding them. The Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Warriors could not have shot the ball worse, turned the ball over a ton, and yet late Steph Curry buries the three and felt like Dylan Brooks tried to step out of his role a little bit too much and uh, makes a couple of... Uh, ill-advised plays down the stretch. How did the Warriors win that game? Experience. You know, all you got guys that's been been there, done that. They're champions uh, from their coaching staff to to a bunch of the players. Um, so I look at that. That was the main thing that was con- that was a concerning thing to me about the Grizzlies. Anyway, during the regular season, I was like, yeah, it looks all good right now, but I think experience is going to come back and haunt them and. Every team has to go through it. When you're one of those up-and-coming teams, you always take bumps and bruises. You get, you have to learn how to win, you know, in the playoffs. It's one thing to win in the regular season, but it's a total different thing to win in the playoffs. And I think these are those experiences to where, yeah, they didn't have Ja, you know, but even with Ja, ja they lost games. And you can see that they're inexperienced and not being there. You think about the last two shots that they took. Um, especially that uh, Jaron Jackson three, you're 0 for 6 and you're pulling up from three like you're Steph Curry and you hit the last four. Not understanding, like you said, Dylan Brooks have taken some tough shots and tough plays, trying to do too much because somebody has to step up and not understanding that it's going to take all of them collectively to move the bodies of the Warriors to try to get the easiest shot possible every time down. Um, but guys, you know, just falling into that, want to play hero ball and uh, I have to step up for my team and putting that pressure on themselves. It's just a learning experience. This is a thing that they're going to have to look back at uh, if they lose this series, which I, I expect them to. And they'll say, you know what? We we can be so much better in these areas. And then, 
you know, carry that over into next season when they make the uh, postseason. I'm expecting them to be a way better team and actually just look a whole lot different down the stretch because when it comes down to the to the end, when you have to execute, who was the who was the team that was executing the most and getting the shots that they wanted and getting the stops? It was the Golden State Warriors, the team with the experience. Eddie House, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show, NBA champion, longtime NBA player, of course, uh, breaks it down for us. You can see him on Fox Sports 1 as as well. Um, what about James Harden? You know, one of the things that guys who, they're not over the hill, but they get later in their career, they'll give you one or two games in a playoff series, and and it's a, whereas previously it was four or five games in a, in a playoff series. Um, or is it simply he's getting a rhythm? I, I, what 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 is it with Harden? Because he wasn't a no show, but looked so ineffective for much of the playoffs, and then he seemed to get it together in Game Four. Well, I think you know having Joel Embiid, he had the the brunt uh, of the offense was going through him, and it almost looked like the same old Harden with Houston, where everybody just loads up on him. It's tough for him to make anything happen. He passes and hopes somebody hits the open shot. Um, I think with Joel Embiid there, that takes a lot of pressure. He takes up the paint. So people have to be aware of that in the pick and roll, the pick and roll that everybody talked about how that was going to be such a dynamic uh, duo between those two. How would you guard it is virtually unstoppable. Well, that helps everybody when that pick and roll is going, when Harden is able to hit a shot, when Harden is able to turn the corner, when Embiid is rolling to the basket, putting pressure on the rim, when he's popping and causing rotation, then you get a swing and somebody's closing out to Tyrese Maxey and he just blows by him and gets a layup. Those are the things that they were looking to happen, and Joel Embiid being there is allowing that. Now, the first two games, it just looked like James wasn't engaged um, uh, because he just couldn't find his rhythm. Now, again, with Joel Embiid there, it takes a lot of pressure off him, and Tyrese, the emergence of Tyrese Maxey, that's taking pressure off, off him as well. He doesn't have to handle the ball every single time, and Maxey could get out in transition. James could run the wing, catch it with a live dribble instead of always coming up with the ball. And once you catch with a live dribble, you could do a lot, you know, jab step, pump fakes, a lot of stuff that you could do, get into your bag before you actually get into your bag uh, of your dribbling bag. So um, I think that's it. And and, and the, the main thing, too, is we know this. Like you said, you could players could show one or two if they're not that same player that they have been. But if you give you one or two games, that's all you need sometimes. And I, James hasn't fell off a cliff. He's just not that soup that super player that he was before. He's still a really damn good player and very capable of affecting the game in other ways than just scoring. So I think that it, that what what it's going to be is how is Miami going to make their adjustments? Because it looked like Philly's made adjustments, and this is how these series go: it's quarter to quarter, half to half, game to game, right? And what are the adjustments going to be? Are we going to see more Duncan Robinson to get more space to see if they can knock down the three and get that going? Um, it's going to be very interesting. I, I really thought that Miami, after the first two games, was going to walk right through this series. But, you know, then it, it never underestimate, you know, Doc Rivers, his team, um, his coaching staff, and then guys believe in him. Guys play for Doc. You know, Doc, he can get guys to play for him. So you can never count them out. Eddie House, former NBA player, member of the Celtics championship team in 2008. Eddie, great stuff. Unbelievable insight. Man, I really appreciate you having us uh, uh, coming up. Thank you, man. Thank you. Anytime, Doug. Oh, man, Eddie, Eddie House joining us. I'll tell you what I thought was the most enjoyable NBA playoff series that has taken place thus far. That part of Rankum, next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Check out the latest science in the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler. Um, boy, there's a lot of stuff. Did you guys see this story? Okay. Look, I don't know what political promises um, really attract you. Okay. But what if I told you that if you vote for me, if you vote for me, I will give you a year back of your life? What do you think? If I if you vote for me, okay, I will give you a year back of your life. I'll make you a year younger. What do you guys think? That's tempting. Huh? It's tempting. Uh, so... <laughs> I saw this story. I was up early. I was, I just, I like reading news. I'm, I'm silly that way. Okay. The incoming president of South Korea 
has promised to shave a year off of everybody's life, right? South Korea's uh, population is about to become a year younger. On paper, if the the president's the, the country's president-elect, Yoon Suk Yeol, succeeds in abolishing the concept of Korean age. Now, I had no idea about Korean age, so then, like, I'm up early in the morning, I'm texting, I have a couple Korean friends, they're like, oh, yeah, that's a real Korean age, right? Um, South Koreans labeled as one year old at birth, right? It's the old, it's like the stoplight thing. Remember when we used to get get directions? And you go six lights and then you take a left. Do I count the first stoplight? Right? Like if I'm at the corner, does that is that first is that six or right? So Koreans, traditionally Korean age, you're like you're born, you're one year old. That first year you're a year old. Whereas in the United States, so in all honesty, they'll be leveling up or will be leveling up, or they'll be leveling down to our age. But the apparently he ran on this, hey, I'm gonna make you a year younger, and he got elected. Let's get to a game. Game time! This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. <laughs> you see, dudes are super gluing themselves to Starbucks because they're upcharging for vegan milk. Jeez. Oh, I love I love this world. I There are things that disturb me, but... The fact that people are that passionate about cows really amazed me. Anyway, go ahead. Sounds like a tall order for police. Oh, oh Dan Byer, Byer. gentlemen, tip your weight staff. The, uh, game, your weight the staff. game today is... Rank them. All right, Doug, rank your top three TV analysts in any sport. Ooh. Could be... Ooh. Uh, and, and, by the way, past analysts uh, are eligible as well. Like dead analysts? Yeah, sure. I'm, 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 well... well John Madden, John Madden, Al McGuire, yeah, Jim Valvano. Let's, yeah. uh, let's just do current. Do you mind All if right. I just do sure. current? Yeah, it's your game. Uh, we could have a, a greater discussion on the on the Alzheimer's. Um, okay. Past analysts. Um, I'm going to go. Man, who's the best analyst out there? I know it's tough. Yeah. Uh whoa. I'm gonna go um Oh. Well who's uh, oh I, I I know okay. So number three is gonna be Troy Aikman. Okay. I just I haven't seen Brady yet, so I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, number two is Jeff Van Gundy. And number one is John Smoltz. Oh, all right. Interesting. All right. Doug, rank the three most enjoyable series, or rank the most enjoyable series in the round of the NBA in this round of the NBA playoffs. So it has to be this round. Yeah, these so conference the semifinals. Series? Yep. One to four. Uh, entertaining. Uh, well, Celtics Bucks is the best. The second best is the is Warriors Grizzlies. The third best. Is Dallas and Phoenix. So Dallas, Phoenix, three. Warriors, Grizz, two. Boston, Milwaukee, one. And Sixers, Heat, you are in fourth place. Yes. Doug Rank, who you think has the most power in the Lakers organization? Jeannie Buss talking to the LA Times about the Lakers' recent failures. Um, I think uh, LeBron at three. Um... I think Palinka at two and Genie at one. All right. Doug, rank the top three players you think of when you think of the Miami Heat. Oh. Um, John Sunvold. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love John Sunvold. <laughs> Sonny's a great dude and a good friend. He did my podcast. Uh, I will go Shaquille O'Neal three, LeBron James two, and Dwayne Wade. Mm, interesting. I would put Alonzo Mourning on this list. Ah, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, good finally, one. Doug, FIFA and EA Sports have yeah. failed to reach an agreement. Wow. So there will be no more FIFA 22 on EA Sports after the uh, game that's coming up. Way bigger game than the college football game that I yes. think is coming back. But yes. So rank your uh, three favorite EA Sports video games. 
Not man. 2K, but the EA Sports. I know, I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, number one is the old EA Sports Lakers, Celtics, NBA, in the NBA fi- NBA playoffs. Remember that one? That was like the yep. first. Lakers versus Celtics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, was NHL 94, was that EA, yes. EA Sports? Yep. Yeah, that's yes, two. it was. That, that's, that's two. And Madden is EA Sports, right? Yep. And and uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, my favorites are Madden, NHL 94, and then number one is Lakers-Celtics in the NBA. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We've always been the same age. We've never done the Korean age thing. But that thing is interesting, right? Dude's getting back a year. You're like, man, I don't feel a day over 44 now, huh? That's classic. Uh, there's a big incident the other night involving Chris Paul's family. Had to do with uh, unwanted hugs. Monty Williams had a solution. We'll hear it. And we'll comment next in Doug Gottlieb Show. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.